This program discusses content of an adult nature. The views expressed by the presenters and guests do not necessarily reflect the views of Tux FM or any of its affiliates. Listener discretion is advised. Naughty Nights on Tux FM 107.2. It's hump day and you know what that means. That means that it is the sex show right here on Tux FM 107.2. And... You know, we've realized a thing, I've realized at least, that you have our opinions on period sex, you have our opinion on basically everything. We've talked about penis statues, you know, everything from left wing to right wing, whatever, but we haven't introduced ourselves properly. We've introduced our names, we've introduced some of our preferences, but I think it's time we, you know, go around the room, say our pronouns, say our sexual identities as well, you know, just so we can get to know each other a bit, break down these walls. Um, should I start? Yeah, go I feel it. like, uh, okay, uh, my pronouns are he, him, and I identify as a gay man. Alrighty, and my name is Kirsten, that right there was just James, and I, well, my pronouns are also, not also, no, that's wrong. <laughs> no, my pronouns are she, her, and I am, am in fact pretty sure I'm straight. Let's go with that. Okay, I am Joe Dull, and um, my pronouns are she, her, and I'm also straight. I come to you in the name of Tux FM 107.2. Welcome to, to the sex show! Yeah, Joe Dizzy. Okay, well, getting into the show for today, we've got quite a lot planned for you. In a bit, we're going to be talking about post-nut clarity. Is it real? Is it not? I have some very strong views on that. Um, then a little bit later, to the naughty thought of the night. And just after that, we'll be doing Asking for a Friend. And after that... That we're going to be talking about breakups, how to break up with someone like a decent human being. And then at the end of the show, we're going to be playing our favorite game, everybody's favorite game, actually, which is hit or miss. So make sure that you are keeping it locked right here on Tax FM 107.2. Kirsten, if I can go out clubbing when I have a 7.30 test the next day... You can do that too. You can live your life as well. Naughty Nights on Tax FM 107.2. This is, of course, the sex show. The topic of conversation right now is post-nut clarity. If you don't know what that is, it's basically when you bust a nut and then you look back on what you've done and you think to yourself... I'm not seeing the pearly gates. I am definitely going to where, you know, where they beat you with fire rods and all of that stuff. You, you're not seeing, You're not seeing, you know white wings when you die but um, James are you saying that you didn't enjoy the orgasm what is this no so you can enjoy it but it's where you look back and regret what you've done like it's, it's clarity on the moment that you've done it like for example if you're watching porn right like in the moment when you're horny like you lose like your morals go out the window at least for guys let me say like your morals like they fly out the window all of a sudden you're busy watching some okay I'm not even going to say it on air I don't want to embarrass myself like that but you're watching some very questionable stuff like I'd be sent to like life in prison not because it's, it's illegal or anything. That sounded really bad. But, this doesn't um, seem like the thing you want to be saying on a public broadcasting service. Essentially, it's where you look back at what you've been watching or what you just did, you know, who you might have hooked up with, and you think to yourself, wow, I could have done better. Wow, I regret doing that, you know? Is this what people are saying where, you know, they'll be having sex with someone and in the moment it feels so wonderful, but then, you know, they finish and they kind of roll over and they're looking up at the ceiling and they just think oh, I've made a bad decision. Kristen, this watch, person is so ugly. You watch too many movies. That's not what happens in no, real life. The whole roll over, look at the ceiling, have a moment, think, no. 
I'm painting the picture to Jodelle, but is it like, have you ever had a Jodelle where you have ha- been sleeping with someone and then suddenly, you know, you finish, but then you look over at the person and you're just like, oh, you're ugly. Or, when you guys were like talking, you. I was genuinely trying to figure out if I ever had like my come to Jesus moment. And I genuinely don't experience it before. Like there's no significant moment once I've climaxed and been like, oh my goodness, what am I doing? Like this person is not who I want or why did I make that decision? Like I've never had that aha moment before. So I can't say that I've actually experienced it before. That's quite interesting. I mean, I've done a little bit of research about it. I feel like I'm always the one who does yeah. the research here. I'm the gal with the facts here on the show. But uh, I looked into it. So post-night clarity, you know, is for anybody, not just guys. But it's this idea that as soon as you've orgasmed, there's this big release. And so what happens is when you are in the middle of the sexual act, uh, there are many areas of your brain that become active uh, with dopamine and all sorts of other hormones. And so the areas of your brain that are responsible for things like memory, fear, aggression, and even other emotions, they light up like overactivity going on in your brain there. And then once you orgasm, you get an extra dose of dopamine and suddenly everything releases very quickly. And for some people, it might cause this moment of clarity where suddenly you realize, oh my gosh, I do need to accept that job. Oh my word, I need to ask him to marry me or something. Or for some people, it just doesn't. And there's no scientific explanation to say why it does or doesn't, but I guess it can be for anybody. Yeah, no, I experienced it. I've definitely experienced it. But please tell us like one of your experiences that you've experienced so that I can like... Mm, okay, Understand. so let me think. Okay, do it, baby. Stick it, baby. Move it, baby. Maybe lick it, baby. Suck up on that cookie to the You <laughs> got a hickey, baby. Wash big, could have bottom brain. I'm always four fingers away because I'm a chain. I was at the strip and I was, you know, I hadn't, I hadn't gotten any play the whole night. But that's just because, like, I went to the strip to party that night, mm-hmm. not to like hook up or anything. Then this guy came up. It was like two in the morning. Um, and this guy came up to me and I was like, Ugh, I mean, okay, you know what they say? A two at 10 is a 10 at two. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll, I'll do this. Um, might as well. And like we started pulling and then I went back to him or oh, went back with him rather, uh, to his place and got it on and I finished and I was sitting on the edge of my bed and I was thinking, what would my mother think uh. if, she, if I brought this guy home? Like I regretted it so much as soon as i had finished i was like wow like it's like that moment where like you don't feel because like being horny it's like a motivator to do it and now that you've busted a nut you're not horny anymore so you don't have that motivator now you can think properly i remember looking over just at his back and there were pimples on his back and i was thinking to myself wow what did i get myself into but um In a moment, we're also going to be getting into whether you think that it's real or not. Or have you ever experienced it? Has somebody that you've ever been with experienced uh, experienced it and maybe told you about it? Let us know on the WhatsApp line 061-720-1072. It's some day, which means it's Naughty Nights on Tax FM 107.2. This is The Sex Show, and we are talking about post-night clarity. We asked you to send through your messages. If you've ever experienced it before, we have an, a message here coming through. Someone here says, so when I experienced it, I was having sex with somebody. During and before, I was into it and really wanted to. However, after finishing and when post-night, post-night clarity hit, it was like an instant feeling of regret and thinking, 
I actually really didn't want to do this. I don't know why I did this. And somewhat disappointed in myself. You get hit with a realization or a more clear mind. Hence, post-night clarity. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Post-night clarity hits you like a train. And trust me, it's not the kind of train you want to get run on you either. But um, we went down on UP and we decided to go and get some responses. See what you guys all thought on the matter. And here they are. Um, I was with a girl that I was going to go date. And then your boy did his thing. And I was like, shit, no, that's not the one. It is real. And yes, I have experienced it. Definitely, I have. But it's not really like, I don't regret, but I'm just like, did I really have to do that? Like, there really was no need. But it's not like that deep. Well, for me, yeah. A couple times. Yeah, it's, it's, not, the, it's not the best thing in the world. You find the girls bad. And then after, after you're not, yeah, guys, yeah, you see her for who she really is. And you want to kick out, and yeah, it's not it's not really the best experience. So as you can hear, lots of different responses coming through there. Some people say that they definitely tend to experience post-nut clarity and other people saying that somehow it's kind of missed them. But uh, yeah, it comes down to your own personal makeup. And yeah, I guess there's nothing you can really do about it, unfortunately. But fortunately, there is still so much more that we are going to be chatting about in the show. We've got your naughty thought coming up. We've still got asking for a friend and hit or miss. So don't go anywhere. Naughty Nights here on Tux FM 107.2. So we always come at you with a naughty thought, something that we find on social media or a strange fact. And our naughty thought for this evening, apparently, allegedly, some sources say that swallowing semen can help a woman get pregnant. Now, before you go and you start stressing that you swallowing is now going to cause you to have a baby, no. If you're using protection and stuff, it won't. However, the uterus is a very interesting environment in the sense that it's actually quite hostile towards sperm. And that's an adaptive thing that the strongest swimming sperm will make it to the air, opposed to just any random old sperm, you know, that's not strong enough. So the uterus actually tries to kind of discard as much sperm that it can. But if you swallow semen, your body can come can become more used to that substance and therefore your uterus will not try and dispel it as much and so there's a greater chance that even more sperm will get even faster to an egg and so if you're trying to get pregnant as i've said some sources say that this is a possible way to do that so, so what, what are your thoughts basically saying is that ingesting a man's semen can prevent a woman's body from seeing it as foreign as a foreign substance which then would lead to higher fertility rates. Uh, yeah, some sources say. You know what? I was watching um, the Kardashians um, a few months ago and Travis and Courtney have been trying to have a child. And this method right here was one of the methods that she tried to use to fall pregnant. She would drink Travis um, Barker's semen every day 
with hopes to try for pregnant. But not only that, there were some other weird practices and things that she was doing. Like, I was just watching the show and I was just like, the people that are doing this stuff right now, they are literally just doing it for money. And my friends and I started making a joke saying that, you know what, I'm going to go to Hollywood right now and I'm going to open up a small business where I sell these cool tricks, I guess, to celebrities to try woo them over so that I can also make money. Well, I don't know about all the other stuff, but it seems that a couple other places are saying that, yeah, swallowing semen could help. And it does, for me, seem to be the one scientific grounding, like the one scientifically grounded method. I don't care if it works or not. That sounds absolutely disgusting. Imagine waking up in the morning and having a cup of orange juice and a shot of cum. Like, that, that's your morning routine. That is horrendous. And is it fresh or do they, like, refrigerate it? No, just, just the night before. They just, like, extra. They and like, the wait, extra off the sheets and bottle it. Does she just drink it or do you think they, like, play around? Like, do you think they make ice lollies from time to time? <laughs> just to get think? creative so yeah. that she can be able to digest No, because you, the, the, the sperm will die in the ice lollies, Adding won't they? Adding it to her soup no, because no, no, she's no. such a health freak. So she <laughs> would add it to all her recipes she puts out on her website as well. If you freeze it, it preser- uh, preserves it. That's why when you go to donate uh, sperm, they freeze your sperm. Uh, but now I'm thinking about her putting it in soup and stuff and then Chris Jenner actually accidentally <gasps> like walking oh, into the kitchen and accidentally, oh, Chris accidentally putting it on you know uh, all the kids like little sandwiches taking it to yes. school like that thinking it's mayonnaise or something but now this like I have a question now so are you like want to spit or you want to swallow James me mm. and the men in Hatfield have a diet of KFC and lies the semen here, it is, it's like toxic waste. If I swallow, like it's going to be worse than my stomach acid. I will spit that thing out every single time. So I honestly, I think swallowing is so disgusting. But I want to know from you what your thoughts are on this naughty thought this evening. But also, I want to know, are you one to spit or you want to swallow? Hit me up or hit us up rather on our WhatsApp line 61 You tune into Tux FM 107.2. This is the sex show, and we are going to touch on a very, very touchy, touchy subject matter: breakups. Now, I recently got out of a got out of a breakup, and I don't even think I'm over this in- breakup. Jeez, man, it's been so hard. I'm even trying to. It's. Uh, I hate doing this. Okay, so at the beginning of the year. I um, broke up with my ex-boyfriend and um, it was honestly James and Sonny Sorry, sorry. I just love seeing like happy couples break up. Continue. Oh my days. Okay, so anyway, we got we broke up and um, it has been one of the most difficult, most painful things I have ever experienced in my entire life. But at the same time, I am so grateful that I went through that breakup because it really does teach you a lot about yourself and teaches you the capacity that you have within yourself as a human being to be able to love somebody. But man, I do not recommend anyone to go through it. Have you guys been through breakups before? No, the only two relationships I've ever been in, I was the one breaking up and now both of them live overseas. So I don't know what that says about me. That you're the toxic one, clearly. Not toxic, just, you know, like... (laughs) You're the problem, that's what I'm saying. Mr. Worldwide, Mr. 305, you know, what can I say? I've actually also only been in two relationships. Unlike James, my exes, I'm, as far as I'm aware, I was still in the country. Uh, but I actually consider myself a bit of a breakup expert. Like both of the breakups, I also did the breaking up. And 
I think that they they enjoyed it. I think they enjoyed what? me breaking up with. How them. do you enjoy a breakup? What are you saying, Kirsten? Uh, no, this I'm shows saying Kirsten is lying. No, I'm serious. You know what? I tell you what. We'll talk about this in a little bit about how I think I go about breaking up in a very good way because as far as I know, I felt good and served the other two parties like at the end of it all being done. But before we get into that, I'm very aware that the streets of Hatfield are full of a lot of toxic people and therefore a lot of toxic breakups. And so we want to hear from you now, your most toxic breakup stories. So hit us up with a voice note. It's 061-720-1072. Now is your time to get it out. Now's the time to rant and get it out of your system. So all those traumatic breakup stories, hit us up. As we said, it's 061-720-1072. You tuned into Taxif A107.2. This is The Sex Show. And um, right now, um, excuse me. Right now, we're about to get into your VNs. Um, we asked you to send us uh, the most traumatic breakup experience you have experienced. And um, I know how difficult breakups can be. So um, let me grab my tissues. You grab yours. And let's hear what you guys had to say. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, honestly, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Because I'm usually the one breaking hearts, so I don't know. Okay, so what happened was I was very toxic in the relationship and then I eventually, after two years, I was like, you know what, maybe I should be nice and let go of this person because I'm, I'm going to be a the entire time. So then I, I broke up with him thinking that he's still going to like, that even if I go back to him for whatever, you know, for that he's still going to accept me. And for the sh- like, shock of my life, he said no. And he's always been saying yes to me. Oh my god, let me actually tell you guys. So, my ex told me that he was going to drive himself into the like the pond in the golf course because I wanted to break up with him. Traumatic breakup. Oh, um, he said to me a few days before Valentine's, he said that he won't like be with a girl that wouldn't give him sex. So, yeah. Yay. <laughs> Tax FM 107.2. It's the sex show right here on your Wednesday evening. We're hanging out with you until t- 11 p.m. rather. And we have heard now of some really hectic stories of different breakups and how they can go south very quickly. And whilst I'm not saying that breakups are some nice, pleasurable experience that you should be looking forward to, they are very much the opposite. I am saying that there are can be certain due to improve your experience of a breakup, understanding the fact that it's never going to be pleasant. But as I was saying a little bit earlier, I have been in a, a grand total of two relationships, but both of those relationships came to a very natural end and we the breakup conversation actually went quite well. Uh, I remember my first boyfriend when I broke up with him. This was uh, just after high school and I hadn't gotten my driver's license yet. And so it was very dramatic. Actually, I remember that day. It was very rom-com because there was quite a time limit. He was leaving to go overseas the next day. 
And we had spoken about possibly doing a long distance relationship thing. But then suddenly in that week before, he seemed like he was getting cold feet. And I was like, oh, no, this guy's not going to go through with it. And then the day before that he was going to leave, he suddenly just ghosted me. Like there was no messages coming through, nothing. And I really thought, wow, this guy's actually going to leave without saying goodbye. So I got my mom to drive me to his house because, as I said, I wasn't <laughs> driving at the point yet. And it was, I remember, 8 p.m. at night. It's dark. I go up to the driveway. I ring his doorbell. Nobody answers, but I knew he was at home. So like that crazy ex-girlfriend, I phoned him. Only on the fourth time that I phoned him did he actually pick up. And then I saw his light, <laughs> his light in his bedroom goes on. And there he comes down the driveway. He didn't even let me in the gate. He came, he stood outside on the driveway next to me. So then I thought, okay, cool. This is how it's going to happen. Bearing in mind, my mom is <laughs> You guys are making me yeah. do it. My mom is parked down the road in her dark blue car because she doesn't want to just leave me at 8 p.m. on the side of the street alone. So she's waiting for me to have the conversation and she's going to drive me home. So I go, I chat to this guy. Obviously, you know, very interesting circumstances have gotten us to this point. But I basically said to him, I made a very interesting metaphor, I think. Uh, something about how, you know, this relationship has been a book. Um, <laughs> of course this, you said that. This chapter that has you and I in it is now over. And we have to close the book. It felt good at the time, guys. I don't know why it's sounding cheesy now. But it was really good at the time. And I remember him just being like, yeah, yeah, amazing. And you know what? I'm convinced to this day that he actually wanted to break up because he got cold feet and didn't want to say anything. And he was just glad that I had the balls to come up and broach that conversation. And so then when the conversation was over, my mom, I looked over at my mom and started walking towards her car and she started the car so the lights went on. <laughs> and the guy saw that my mom had been there the whole time. And we've never spoken since. So that is the breakup story that I've got. But what I'm saying is that it's important to kind of, I think, admit where, like, be honest with yourself about where the relationship is going and just go in headfirst into that conversation. It's like ripping a plaster off. There's no good way to go about doing it. So just go and get it done. You know, my advice is, my advice, just stop being a decent O, bro. Because, you know, when you're a decent O, you just get f***ed over by c***s, bro. So in my opinion, I'm done being a decent O, bro. I'm just going to be a b***s, bro. So uh, if you want more conversations, keep it locked right here on Tax FM 107.2, you know? Naughty Nights here on Tax FM 107.2. We've been chatting about breakups and really traumatic ones. And I know I told you a story about how... I had a breakup that had some odd circumstances, but I think went pretty well. And so we're kind of going to go around the room now and give some suggestions for how we think you could possibly improve your breakup situation. Obviously, we are hardly relationship experts and we have had our ups and downs respectively with relationships. But, you know, we're all here to learn from each other. And so I already shared with you that the first thing that I would say is that you have to understand that the breakup is not going to be good. It's not a conversation anybody looks forward to. And so expecting it to be all sunshine and roses is just naive, I think. And another thing that I think is maybe important to put forward to my panel of discussion people here, a lot of people that I know have tried to solve the way that they feel 
uh, coming out of a breakup with sex. And either that is going back to their ex, you know, for a night or two or three, or just going to somebody else. And that can be valid, but I want to suggest that maybe hiding your emotions in sex is not the most constructive way of dealing with them. Even if in the short term it might feel good, I feel like in the long term that's going to have a lot of layered emotional repercussions and you're going to struggle to heal from that whole breakup situation. Yeah, um, I, I agree to that. Well, personally, for me, I, well, I just want to say that everyone deals with breakups differently. But the way I dealt with my breakup, what I would think was in a healthy way, I firstly cut contact with my ex completely um, after a few hookups. And then I um, saw a therapist and my therapist played a big, big role in helping me heal. And I just feel like working on yourself, doing things that you enjoy and, um, you know, not meeting other people because I feel like other people really do distract you from feeling your emotions out. So I think that you spending time by yourself and actively feeling those emotions out, not talking to your ex would really, really help in that sense. Um, but yeah, I just think that healing the healthy way, the way I just expressed right now in my eyes is the healthy way, has helped in the healing journey. Um, what I've realized from my past experiences is none of my breakups really affected me emotionally. And what I learned from that only recently is I think I have commitment issues. Like, I think I struggle to stay with one person for a while or for, like, an extended period of time. I think I get wrapped up in my head and, you know, I overthink the situation. So I end up thinking about all the ways it could end badly. And mm. then I decide, let me end it now before I get attached and before it hurts me. So that's yes. why I've never, you know, really been hurt by a breakup. And I've realized it's actually led me to be, you know, a bit of a bad person towards the people I've been romantically involved with. Which is why for a while I've actually decided to step back romantically. Not sexually, obviously, but romantically, I've decided to take a step back and, you know, work on myself first before I decide I can help somebody else. Thank you for sharing, James. Anything for you, Kirsten? <laughs> no, but I think you guys have touched on some very important points here, which is ultimately you have to look after you, right? And so if you are feeling that this relationship needs to end, th then go for it. I mean, James, you've expressed something now where you've realized something about yourself and so that's important, but you have to trust your intuition and say, okay, if I need to break up, it, it, it's got to happen. And it's about being honest with yourself and to say, you know, I'm going to go in and do this. And then I think lastly, we'll say, you've just got to be kind to yourself and just accept that your healing process is going to take time. And that's okay. It, everybody, there's no set amount of time it's going to take. Everybody has their own time and everybody goes through it. And so you've got to allow yourself to feel that. 100%. And I also do want to just end off by saying that healing does not mean hurting. And just because you're hurting does not mean that's an indication that you need to go back to the person who hurt you or to that relationship that was not working for you. So allow yourself to feel those emotions and heal. It is going to hurt but it doesn't mean that you need to go backwards. It just means you're moving forward, but just in a different, hard, difficult way, if that makes sense. And coming up in a bit, we're going to be doing hits or miss. You do not want to miss out on that. So stick around for that. Naughty Nights on Tux FM 107.2. You know what that means. That means that it is time for the sex show. It's time for Hit or Miss. And this one, I feel like 
it's a bit of a special one. I need to relay the message properly. So grab your popcorn, grab your tissues, dim the lights, and make sure you're ready for this. I hate having sex with music or the TV on. I want to hear everything. My wetness, the smacking, slapping, furniture moving, deep breathing and moaning. I need to be able to replay it in my head later on in the day. Wait, 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 wait. So what this person is saying is that they need silent sex to have good sex. Affirmative. Okay, no, you guys, uh, I'm always two steps behind you guys, remember, because I've never actually before. We so, know. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. The, the As I keep reminding you. <laughs> so please just help me clarify something here. This is just a perception I had. I thought that people really did have silent sex. Genuinely, I really thought that people, you know, you can't control when you're in the moment. Oh, no, let me just quickly go get my Bluetooth speaker and put some music on. I thought that it kind of just overcomes you. <laughs> Excuse the Overcomes. And so I thought that sex was nine times out of ten always silence unless you were trying to actually create a special mood. Um, yeah, that's basically right. But I think this one is talking in the context of like, if you had the option, would you have music or would you have it silent? And me personally, I want to feel like I'm in 50 shades. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want everything. I want like led lights. I want music. I want like water flowing in the background for some reason as well. Or even a rain. Imagine. Sa- like rain. Exactly. Soundtrack. Oof. That would be heavenly. Okay. So silent sex, are you hitting or missing? Mm, I'm, I'm missing it. Okay, Jodel. Missing it. I feel like I would hit it. I feel like that's it's it's the most authentic way. As for the smacking and slapping, I don't know if I'll enjoy that. I'll let you guys know. Trust me, Kirsten. One day, one day, you'll see. You'll, you'll see get it. Uh, and okay. that's where we're going to leave things off on uh, for the sex show. It has been so much fun hanging out with you for the past hour. I think this has been very... I've learned a lot to say the least. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I have to. It's um, always nice just to hear other people's stories and realize that this whole sex relationship thing is very crazy and confusing and just to realize you're not alone. And we're all going through it. That's the thing. You're seriously not alone if you're going through something. So if you're really going through it, we're going to send our love over to you and just let you know that it does get easier and better. But listen, we're going to be back again next week. Same time, same place. It's a date. But for now, goodbye. This program discusses content of an adult nature. The views expressed by the presenters and guests do not necessarily reflect the views of Tux FM or any of its affiliates. Listener discretion is advised.